rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. Yo, how's it going? Holy moly. I haven't seen you in a long time, it feels like. I look like I've aged a thousand years, and I feel like it, too. Hello, my name is Tara Devlin. Oh, look at Francis in the corner over there. There he is. Look how cute he is. <laughs> oh, I have my Bernie sign on the table. Hey, my name is Tara Devlin. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please give the show a good review on iTunes and keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it, you're worth it, and live it. And yeah, I haven't been here since, well, I had one show last week. I was a little out of it. Um, Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll explain in a minute. Oh, hi. There are some people in the chat room. So if you're on any other station watching the show come on over to the youtube chat room and i'm just trying to fix my headphones my audio is, seems weird and yeah hang out with the cool crowd all right um what else become a patron at patreon.com slash tara devlin i really feel out of it i apologize i'm actually you guys know that i ask you to become a patron so we can do a daily show so um the fact is, I, without patronage, we were not able to do a daily show. I can't. I can't afford it. I got to keep a roof over my head, so I have to take work when I can. And I work in TV. Uh, that's my other life. And I got a job uh, on a TV show. It just started. It's not premiered yet. I can't tell you what it is because I don't want Republicans or anybody or normal not normal people abnormal people fascists whatever going after my livelihood and uh but the thing is i've been working 12 hour days so that's why i haven't i didn't expect it to be this way so i started the job and then it turned into a monstrosity instantaneously yeah, no, it's good news because unlike uh, millions of Americans who are unemployed, I am fortunate enough to, to, I guess, work in an industry that still works in a pandemic. Not everybody's working in entertainment. So, uh, yeah, my my goal, though, in life, is to do this show as a daily show, and we need patrons. That's why I ask you to become patrons. You can't really do this as a hobby. It's not a hobby to me. This is for real. And I, I feel, it's not just, oh, please become a patron because Tara feels passionately about, you know what we need. We have to, take back the liberal media. This is the liberal media. And I know that it's a little show, but we are building a community and we have, we're capable of carving out a niche in that community. I mean, in the liberal media landscape, but 
you know, because there are more of us. There are the few, uh, the Mike Malloys, the Bob Kincaids, you know, in that wheelhouse, the Jeff Waldorf, the independent, the real independent liberal media, the Thomas Reynolds at FYI Nation. So um, I'm asking you to become a patron so we have a chance to win. That's just the way it is. Not just so I don't have to work 12-hour days. It's, I still, I work 12-hour days anyway, working on this show. So it's a matter of what, what do we want, you know? I mean, I'm working on a TV show, whoopee-doo, but uh, I think really this is more important, ultimately, in the scheme of life. So the fact is I probably will be working on that show a lot as if it seems the, to be that uh, it's taking up a lot of my time. <laughs> Work has a way of interfering and stuff like that. And it's not the time, it's the overtime. That's the problem. So uh, anyway, then, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hopefully when the show hasn't premiered, but if it ha when it premieres, it'll calm down a little i hope in the meantime become a patron and we'll get there now as much as i w i can i will do shows that's my promise to you we'll get together and we'll eviscerate the right wing and we'll get the word out i know i'll be here every saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m at the rdt daily facebook and youtube channels right here so Excuse me. We're getting very familiar. So, yeah. All right. Hopefully that explains my absence this week. And don't you get used to me, huh? When I was doing a show every single, well, not every single, but most nights. I got used to it, too. I enjoyed it. Getting together with you guys. And I because it is needed. We have to, all right, let me, I'm not, I don't need to keep repeating myself. I know I am repeating myself, but let's get into it. Let, let's bring the receipts. Why? We need a liberal media. Okay. And one of the things, as I was working, I'm watching, I'm always watching liberal, the so-called liberal media, corporate media, and uh, <laughs> I, I watch it in a, a with basically with my mouth agape. I, I listen to it mostly because I'm doing other things. I cannot believe what, what uh, where we live. First of all, I, uh, guys, did you see what, where we live? <laughs> Do you see what's happening? First of all, I can't even formulate a thought. That's why <laughs> it sucks. Uh, my brain is like mush. I'm looking at the time. Um... Because I just watched Twitler's press conference again. Two days in a row. This monstrosity who has absolutely no business being a, a lead. He's not, he's not a leader. He's a con man. And he calls a press conference because he can. There's the press pool that follows this con man around. You understand how far we've fallen? This is why I'm like, what is wrong with us? It's not him. He is what he is. What's wrong with us that we have to participate with that? We're, there's this whole apparatus 
that is so full of crap. It's it, it it exists to maintain this broken system. It exists to prop up the con man, whatever con man is in there. Seriously, we don't need him. If we were normal, if we were um, a functioning society, first of all, we wouldn't have a Twitler squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes, but we we would come to our senses already. How many have to die? How many have to be unemployed? How many have to get sick? How many have to fight the the smallest modicum, the smallest baseline of giving a crap about your fellow human beings, namely wearing a mask? How many ignorant morons do we have to deal with? How many obituaries do we have to deal with? How many mass graves do there have to be? How many kids dead? How many infants? I just heard that uh, uh, an infant. There's a hundred and some, over 170 infants sick in Florida with coronavirus. One just died. That's an infant who never got to live. You don't know who that could have been. Jesus, how many of the of these horror stories do we have to listen to? How many lies do we have to absorb from the monster, from the monstrosity and the entire apparatus? The the corporate media is part of the problem. They are participating in this. They they are just the fact, let me see if I have that clip, because just the fact that they all ran to Trump's golf club. Now you got to pay because Trump, Twitler, excuse me, he, he raised the price of his crappy tacky golf club because he's the president. So I guess this is part of the show. The president's going to give a speech. He's going to give a press conference that is nothing more than a list of grievances. Yep. This is Tara Devlin on Progressive Voices. Become a patron, damn it. All right. I'm back. I'm Tara. And I'm... (laughs) And I'm pissed. So, uh, yeah. I'm really... uh, I, I can't. I can't. Sometimes I'm just like... Get me the f out of here. Maybe the maybe the most sane thing anybody could do is get the f out of here. But no, no, I gotta participate. Maybe that's it. Maybe I should just shut it all down and get out of here. How much more time do I have to live? I mean, my life is halfway over. What's the point? Well. That's easier said than done. I I'm not that I'm not that that way. As soon as I I because I don't give up. That's the thing. I I think that's the the key to winning in general in life. We know that everybody gets knocked down. It's 
never refusing to stay down. So I think that fleeing the country, even though I talk about it, I want to go to Ireland and look behind, you know, just leave it all behind me here and sit on a cliff and stare blankly into the sea. Maybe that would be nice, but I certainly would not be leaving it all behind because I have a vested interest in this country. This is where I was born. I also have a vested interest in doing something about injustice. Maybe that's why. I mean, as a Buddhist, you believe, well, the Buddhists in general believe that we pick it. You pick your lifetime. You pick your circumstances. So let's see. Uh, I guess I picked it. When things get really hard, I'm like, oh, I picked this? Please. I picked being a lesbian comedian with a political talk show socialist of a <laughs> of a garbage uh, daughter of a garbage man and a former nun. I picked that. Um, I guess, and I had to live here in this filthy, disgusting capitalist country. You know what really annoys me? Besides everything else, that even, well, watching corporate media, look at the disgusting environment that we live in with the American people are suffering. And the government thinks, you know, the Republicans, for the most part, that's, the, the, for the most part, it's the Republicans. This is, there are some Democrats, but they would never let for the most part, they would never let people starve in the street. That's the difference between a uh, a Republican and a normal person. But, you know, uh, look at the stock market. They keep saying how, you know, Twitler's touting how the stock market is going through the roof, and that is true. But... We have the worst economy since the first Republican Great Depression. And Twitler and the Republicans... Oh, this fucking thing. I bought a new fucking wind, uh, pop screen and it doesn't work. Uh, the, and the Republicans and their... And Twitler think that you have it too good. The problem with the economy is not that it is rigged for him and his ilk. It's that you have it too well. You're doing too good. You're not desperate enough. You don't, you don't have, um, you need a, uh, you need more of a kick in the ass. That's the problem with the economy. It's not that there's a global pandemic and we're suffering. We have the worst numbers where we have the worst death. So much death, so much death. Yes, of course, Republic, fuck this. Holy shit. You see what I got to deal with? Oh, fuck. Of course, Republicans, they, every time they talk about how everybody, the amount of death we have in this country, every death is a tragedy. This is what they say. Really? Are they losing any sleep over those tragedies? No, they're lying to your faces and telling you, go back to work, go to school. Who cares if you bring it home? Oh, 
kids are immune to the coronavirus, the China virus. That's all they have. This is their plan. You see it on full display every single day. They never had a plan because Republicans are all con men. Every single one of them, even the women, are con men. Absolutely, because they, they, they're, they got to be bigger misogynists. Republican women are bigger misogynists than Republican men. So, yeah, they're con men, too. They are the enemies that the founders warned us about, the enemies from within. Because they never had a plan. Their only plan is make the rich richer. And it's being carried out and uh, quite effectively, I might add. That's why they don't care. It's going to disappear like magic. Like your, like your granny, like your child, like your infant, like magic. These people are disgusting. And they have absolutely no business being anywhere near the halls of power. But the fact that we have to, we are forced to participate by the, by the structures that are set up to keep us in denial. This is unacceptable. Why does a corporate media have to break in? They, when, when Twitter calls a press conference, they all got to go running? Oh, that's part of the job. When the president calls a press conference, the press pool comes running. Well, stop it. Go home. Damn it. Oh, we have to be here. They have to go to Twitler's golf course, golf club, to watch this charade, and the corporate media has to break in. Oh, excuse me. We, it doesn't matter what they're, because what they're talking about is bull crap anyway. The veep stakes, all the inanity of what it means to be an American. Yeah, but now I'm seeing some certain hosts, it's creeping in, how horrible the economy is, how the working class of this country is, it's over. There is no more middle class. And if you haven't been paying attention, if you're a Republican, if you're dumb, I, I have no, I, I really have no sympathy for you. There's all these ads I've been seeing, Republicans against Trump. Some woman, one of the women in the ad, she's like, I'm so ashamed of myself. I voted for Trump uh, because he was the lesser of two evils. Really? Hillary Clinton was lesser, uh, was worse than Trump. Yeah, I'm not a big Hillary Clinton fan myself, but not because of Benghazi, Benghazi, Benghazi or any of the reasons or that she's a ball breaker or whatever other reason you've been whining about on Rush Limbaugh. You've been absorbing that bullshit into your brain. But because she's a corporatist. She's a DLC Democrat. She is part of that corporate cabal that brought us to the place where the American people are so up against the balls of their ass that they will pick a con man. Unbelievable. 
before I keep going, uh, guys, I want to thank you, Haiku, for your super chat. Thank you, Deborah, for your super chat. And thank you, Shannon, for your super chat. Hopefully, we'll have more shows. So keep uh, keep the super chatters going and become a patron if you can. And, be, and give the show the, a good review. And also, what else? Um, we got merch. We got a merch store. Maybe one day. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I look like I aged a thousand years. What the hell? I'm so exhausted from life. I guess that is it. So I always think I look younger than, I mean, I am old. Some people, when they hear how old I am, they can't believe it. But maybe not anymore. <laughs> maybe they'll be coming a point where it's like, oh, they're like, oh, yeah, of course. That's how old you are. I'm not saying it right now. I don't look too good. Look at my eyes. Holy shit. It's being tired. I'm tired. All right. So, yeah. Here's... What was I going to... Here's... Uh, there's so many movies I needed to play. Here's what makes me sick about the corporate media. And this is why I ask you to become a patron. Here we go. Anybody he picks on board. He's got any number of, you know, tremendously qualified people. He's earned the right to make this pick. And by the way, if he wants to take another week, I don't care. I mean, right okay, what we're listening to is MSNBC. I was watching MSNBC. And, of course, that's James Carville. He gets called in every now and then to tell us what we're, what we're really seeing. Like with Bernie. He was like, uh, uh, by the way, no, no, there was no, there's no establishment here. No, no, no. Now he's telling us, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, don't worry, uh, uh, what are you, Joe Biden, Biden's uh, beef steaks, don't worry. There's no, uh, no, no, no worries, no worries there. Everybody just chill out. Right, so here, but this is incessant on the corporate media all damn day. Who will Joe Biden pick? Who? What's a veep steak? And the fact that they have branded it the veep steaks is so offensive to my very soul that I really, I, I want to, I'm sharing it with you in the hopes that you are also offended by this and that you say, say something. When you see something, say something. That's the way it should be. I'm calling it out. When you see something, say something when it comes to the destruction of this country. That's right. That's happening right under our noses every single day. The propaganda being disseminated out there to make this normal. I even heard on MSNBC the other day them talking about, because, you know, Russia wants to is is doing it again he's trying they're trying to get twitler elected despite receiving fewer votes again and they were someone on msnbc they had the 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 nerve to say it, it's this it's as if george bush received um a briefing about 9-11 and did nothing about it isn't that what happened, though? George Bush 
got a PD, a, a presidential daily brief saying bin Laden determined to attack within the United States. Am I out of my mind here? That didn't happen, though. Corporate media makes it okay. Everything that happened up until Twitler was elected is supposed to be absolutely normal. The way it is. You see, everything was going along so well until all of a sudden, millions of Americans voted for a tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam because they saw him play a successful billionaire or millionaire or businessman, whatever he was, on reality TV. A tax cheat. We have the receipts for that. We have the Justice Department making um, making his businesses, his Trump-failed casinos, pay fines for laundering money for the Russian mob. This wasn't... I mean, it's all fake news, though, I guess now. It's retroactive fake news. You go back in time. So here's... Democratic stra- all day listening to this corporate media, Veep stakes. Who's he gonna pick? We think it's gonna be Susan Rice, but maybe it's Kamala Harris, but maybe it's this other lady. It's it's Gretchen Whit. Who cares? One sucks worse than the next. It's clear to me that Joe Biden doesn't care two wits about what it means to actually what what it is. That means what it will take to actually fix this country. I know what it will take. I know he maybe he doesn't know. Are these people in that much denial though? But this is the power structure. You understand? That's James that's why James Carville it's really fascinating. I should write a 10-page paper on this. I really should. If I was back in school studying communications, I would. I just don't have any time, obviously. <laughs> I need to sleep sometime. Well, I'll be sleeping all day. I mean, I'll be sleeping a long time one time, one day, I guess. I see. I can't even put a fucking word together. Oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to be cursing either. Excuse me. I won't. Um, so, because watching the corporate media, it's so fascinating that they uh, just what um, learned helplessness they're instilling in the American people. It's really uh, it's uh, putting us all to sleep as if to think that all is normal except when, jo- when um, Twitler came along and don't worry, Joe Biden is going to make it all better again and we'll all go back to sleep because it'll all be normal again. And the fact is, it's not normal. It hasn't been normal for my entire life. And I'm talking about we have not had an effective government for, of, by, and for the people. When you have a government of the rich and the rich are getting richer in the middle of this pandemic, the one day, the one day ill-gotten gain of Jeff Bezos could pay for Medicare for all for the entire effing country and we allow it and then on msnbc they're going off and jerking around about these veep stakes as if now having a female vp that's the policy 
That's all we can hope for. Well, we're out here begging for a trickle. The American people uh, are dying, are losing their homes. Oh, oh, don't worry. Twitler, he decreed today he's going to extend the eviction moratorium. But don't worry, though. You will not have an eviction great. You're not going to be free of that debt. He's just allowing you not uh, an extra month and two months or three months to pay it. So it's all accumulating, all of this. See, if banksters were getting the coronavirus and billionaires were the primary, uh, that, that was your primary morbidity, was your an effing disgusting greed-centered billionaire, then get, you know what the Republicans would be doing? They would be filleting you. You know it. What else do you need? You want to? Th- you need who? What? What more? How much more can we funnel into your disgusting, rapacious, greed-centered gullets? It's never enough. Open up, Jabba. Here comes our education system. Here comes our public roads. Here comes our infrastructure. Here goes more medica- medical care. Here's some more dead kids. Here you go. Open up. Yum, 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 yum. Because that's what we're talking about. The health and the wealth of a few disgusting people who are not patriots. They hate this country. They, They love it up to the point that they can siphon you're, you're everything out of you. You're nothing but a, you are, you're just like in the matrix. You're nothing but energy. You are a host from which to suck profit and discard. Isn't that clear? They think, I, I mean, don't you know, just look at what they're doing with the coronavirus bills. Mitch McConnell isn't even going to the meetings. Because they don't care. It's not about a pandemic. You're just too uppity. That $600 made you too goddamn uppity. You might have got a taste of what it means or what it felt like not to have to choose between food and medicine for a couple of months there. So here comes James goddamn Carvel. Oh, he's going to set us all straight about... Well, hey, hey, we all calm down here. Joe Biden will pick a VP. Don't worry. And then it'll all be okay. We'll all be happy and, and healthy and wealthy. And we'll all be able to retire and save $400 and not live check to check anymore. Because we'll be a female VP. Earn the right to make this pick. And by the way, if he wants to take another week, I don't care. I mean, Reagan didn't pick Bush until well, the night before the Republican Who cares? I mean, I'm not yeah. at all. Jesus yeah, Christ. You, know, those you see how? For people that work for these various candidates. This is what the elites think is important. When they should be using their platform, instead of me sitting here on my little dinky 
independent liberal talk show where I'm saying, please become a patron, please become a patron. I feel like a goddamn parrot. They should be talking about this. Not me, but it goes to show you what the priority is. Who cares? That Joe Biden's got to have a female VP. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And then that means there might be a female president in a couple of years. Well, we might all be goddamn dead at this rate. Or at least we'll be permanently entrenched in serfdom when they get the statistics that the wants and needs of working people have a statistically insignificant effect on government policy and that if you are born in the United States, you have a more... You're, you're more um, likely to remain poor in the United States if you're born poor than in any of our Western partners. What does that say? You think that th- it's because that's an accident? But there goes the corporate media again and again, every day, every day, every day, every day. And everyone is, this is why we're divided. All the stupidity. You fix a country. If you love this country and you want a democratic republic that is thriving, not dying and at the mercy of a goddamn con man with a fake university, then you have to have a functioning and economically vibrant and upwardly mobile working majority. And if you are a corporate goddamn media and your corporate media mouthpiece, or you're one of the six transnational corporations that owns the goddamn megaphone of this country, then, of course, you're not going to say anything about it because you're doing fine. You set the agenda. That's one of the things about the corporate media. Media sets the agenda. I, I mean, I, want, I told you guys, I have a master's degree in communication. And I was in college when, the, when Bill Clinton signed the Telecommunications Act of 1996. Do you ever hear that on corporate media? Do you ever hear them mention the Telecommunications Act? Never. Never. Oh, no, no, no. They'll talk about the veep stakes, though. They'll brand our government like a goddamn game show, because it is a game. Except we always lose. They win, and we lose. Of course, haven't you been paying attention? If the stock market is going through the roof while the American people are losing their homes, and... The American—it doesn't even matter. It—it's uh, only gotten worse, but it was bad enough before the pandemic. We should never have gotten to the point where the American people can't retire. That's a failure. But I'm sure. Look at James Carville. He's doing fine, and they're checking in with him again. And all on corporate me on MSNBC. That's all they do. It's the same cast of clowns all day. Uh, uh, let's check in with Jason Johnson. Now he's back. 
Let's check in over here. Claire McCaskill. Who cares? Donnie Deutsch. Let's let's let let let's let them uh, fillet this news story for the next twenty minutes about a veep. Who cares? But th- that's why a, 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 an entire society can can fail. Media. That's how important it is, and is it's why every autocrat. Every nefarious bastard who ever got his greedy fingers around the neck of power, they take over the means of communication because it's important. It matters. And that's why I do what I do. And, I, and that's why I imagine you support it because you understand. Well, here, let's, it gets worse. Don't worry. Beacon and sending us up. That's the nature of politics. You can't take the politics out of politics. It's just what it is. But he'll make a... Uh, but, but, I agree with, with, with Jim Clyburn. He'll make a wise, he'll make a judicious choice, and it'll be somebody he'll be comfortable with, and it'll be somebody that I'll be 100% behind. That's just right to make that Yeah, that's me. I'm 100% behind. behind. Yeah, you have that luxury. 100% behind any corporate lick spittle. Yeah, you could be that way. But see, look at all the panel here, the whole panel. We got Joy Reid, the, uh, then you got James Carville, Michael Steele, and Jennifer Rubin, all of them, corporate Democrats. At, well, well, Michael Steele, he's a Republican. He's the one, I, I'll never forget, who was whining and crying and tweeted out all about when young school children sang, included Barack Obama's name in a song during Black History Month. And there's Michael Steele saying Barack Hussein Obama was being venerated like Kim Jong-un by, by young children. Because, you know, that's who he is. But he has a platform. You know, because in the country, we're not supposed to venerate uh, anybody who rises up legitimately and takes, uh, you know... Uh, from being a a child of a single mom in this racist ass country and becomes the president with the most votes twice but i mean you know my i'm not a big barack obama fan either but you know what i'm saying i, I just i'm just not a fan of corporatism since it's 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 destroyed this country that's the problem and We've only been, a- it's only been able to infiltrate this country the way it has and destroy it and strang- put its greedy fingers around our necks and squeeze because of the media and them playing along with the, with the game. Where were they? I mean, what a different world we would be living in if... People who had such large platforms like this, they beat the drum about upward immobility and income disparity and what to do about it. That's the other thing. I know what we have to do about it, but they don't seem to get it. This is why I do the show and say, we talk about everybody in, nobody out. That's the only American way. That's the only patriotic way. And that is what will fix this country. 
at least to start. Well, here, listen. It's been problematic for people like Chris Dodd, you know, to be out there. What it, at least it looks like sort of trashing one of the candidate choices who a lot of people really like and would like to see on the ticket uh, and sort of sniping at her. It, oh, my point God. Valerie Jarrett put out what did a, she say? a tweet this morning, basically in solidarity, saying that we're going to stand behind these women, essentially who cares? these black women against each other at a time when Biden needs to have the kind of African-American turnout that Barack Obama had in order to win the election. This isn't helpful. Well, I, you know, I, maybe Senator Dodd could have been more judicious in his remarks, but I, I don't think we can blow this up too much, too. And by the way, some of these women are leaking on each other. That's politics. I mean, that's politics. Yeah, everybody's mixing it up a little bit. And, yeah, yeah, you know, I love it. I think Joe Biden's been around. Mixing it up, like on the food bank line, when you're getting this. somebody cut you but and you're I, so hungry that you want to, like, eat their feet. You know, and you're like everybody's at each other's throats, you know, because we've been uh, we've been so made so great by such greed and corporate selfishness. I got mine, sucks to be you, you know. That's the only American way, right? And don't worry, there'll be a female VP soon. Do not worry about that, and I don't care who it is. Either one, I'm gonna be all for it, cause. Then we could all sit back and say, look at what we done here in the greatest country that ever was greatest countries. The greatest of greatest. Look at what we have done. We have a female VP, everybody. I know you're on the food bank line. I know you're vis you don't know where to visit Granny because she's in, she's in a mass grave. But don't worry, there'll be a female VP very soon. That's the policy. Look, we're getting all away from, I think, the, the central point of what's going on in this country. And I say, he'll have a fine. What is that? It'll be some what is that central point, James Carville? Hold on. We can all get excited about, and I'll be following Jim Clavin right through election day. What? We need what? What the hell did he say? There's a somebody we'll be all excited about. That's the central point of this country. We need some female VP that we can all be excited about. I'm not excited enough on the food bank line. That's not exciting. I, I'm picking out Granny from a mass grave. That's not exciting enough. Millions. Uh, without jobs, millions without any health care in the middle of a pandemic. You know, that ain't exciting enough. It's who's going to be, what, James Clyburn, he, he was a little impolitic, but that's politics, right? Mixing it up. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Too bad they don't fight like this to make this country, uh, you know, the 33rd worst place to raise a family and not the 34th. I mean, it's just embarrassing being the 33rd. I mean, we could at least be 33. We're, oh, we're 34 out of 35. <laughs> Unbelievable. And I'll get excited about and I'll be following Jim Clavin right through election day. Shut up, bitch. 
you know, that's what his he his rallying cry. He's bringing it. He's bringing it, man. On MSNBC, it's all like, don't worry, whatever it is, I'm for it. Except if it was for something that could actually do something. If it was something that could actually make a difference in the lives of those stupid dummies out there working nine to five, where oh, and then going in their Ubers and driving six to twelve, and then trying to catch some sleep in the in their cars before they go out and DoorDash, you know, stupids, dummies, those who have no say in the halls of power. I mean, don't worry about it, kids. We'll be having a female VP soon. Ain't that good enough for you? Forget about uh wanting to retire. Who wants to retire? We're driven. Look at me. I'm James Carvel. I never retired. And look, I'm up on uh, MSNBC right now telling all of you to calm down. It's all going to be better. Because, I mean, once we get that giant disgrace out of office that we had nothing to do with putting in there. Don't, uh, uh-uh, don't look at me. There's no establishment. Don't worry. I, I'm telling you. Just because you can't retire, that's not my fault. I mean, look at me. I got a good job. It, you gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta be proactive. You know, you gotta know your value, as Mika would say. And just advocate for that value and become, uh, you know, a, a political hack in the broken system. I mean, <laughs> it's that little Bernie bro and all those socialists and, you know, it's their fault, really, because they wouldn't vote for Hillary. So it ain't my fault. It's not It's not Joy's fault. She tried all her best. She brought in a body language expert. We got rid of him. Don't worry about it. And now we are sitting back pretty, sitting pretty, looking at all the pile of bodies piling up, all the sickness, death, income disparity, upward immobility, and it's okay. Here come. We're going to have a female VP soon. Don't worry about it. I can't hear you whining anymore. I can't take it. Asking for living wages and jobs and, and help and health care in this pandemic and, and beyond. You got a little too big for your britches there with that extra $600. Giving you that idea that maybe you weren't being paid a living wage. But guess what, plebs? I mean, voters, get back and, uh, you know, just know your place. That's all. Know your place. Some people are just better at uh, ruling and others are better at uh, working three jobs. All right. Well, but, but we're going to veer off just a tiny bit. You know, we don't want to do too much Trump talk, but uh, the producers are just telling me that Donald Trump just walked out to hail to the chief at his golf club where his golf members, and I'd love to know how much it costs to join uh, this particular golf club in New Jersey, cheered for him. Yes. That's the optics that well, they put forward. You uh, built Michael that, Steele, Joy. If you were still RNC chair, would it be Maalox at this point or a cocktail, a very strong cocktail? Which one would you be reaching for? 
child, they would have fired my behind six months ago by this. <laughs> what? Oh, isn't that funny? I wouldn't even be in the room for this conversation. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. Look, it is what it is. This is what Trump is going to be doing. There's more of this to come, people. Come on. Just, you know, put the yeah. cartoon face on and move Don't on. Don't worry about it. It's all just a big joke. Yeah, we are. We inf- we we're all having fun. You get the luxury to laugh. This is just what it is. This is reality TV presidential <laughs> politics being played out. Well, um, tonight uh, at this hour. Oh my God! Well, who who branded it the Veep Stakes? This is reality TV. They've been doing this to us for generate my entire life. It's staged. And now it's not here's real. the result. We literally have a con artist running the show. I, I don't know. It, it's so overwhelming, honestly. It really is. I see this stuff and I, I'm like, I'm completely appalled. I don't hear anybody else talking about it. Of course, they're not going to talk about it on the corporate media. They're not that introspective. They can't look at themselves and see the part they played. They're too busy pointing fingers at people like me. Little old me, you know, even though I did vote for Hillary and encourage people to do the same. You know, people who say, who call them out. We live on the front lines of the class war. That's where I effing live. For Christ's sakes. And it's it doesn't take um, somebody with a political science degree to figure out into the upward immobility and the concentrated wealth a, a, a fake populist autocrat exploited the brokenness of this country and now he's uh, riding it like uh, Stormy Daniels. Except we ain't going to get a payoff. Uh, the audience is sort of trucked in. Uh, they know what they're supposed to do. They're going to do it. Trump's going to stand there. He's going to feel good after this. That's what this is all about, making him feel good. Yeah, well, you're Why? giving because him attention. makes him feel bad. Holy <laughs> the, the shit. The numbers, the number of deaths. They're the all laughing their asses off. Uh, the reality of the economy. Yes, today was a good day for a lot of folks who uh, oh, got jobs, oh, oh, but oh. still 10% unemployment. Uh, the civil unrest uh, that's uh, that's rife across the country. Take that we act on the road. That Donald Trump would stand, thought would stand with him, Joy, or standing against him in the position he's taken on on uh, the, the death of, of George Floyd, uh, the response uh, to the civil unrest, all of that. So, yeah, let the boy have his moment. Why? Oh, my God. This made me want to vomit. Let the boy have his moment. Ha, ha, ha. Honestly, please support the independent liberal media. Really. Let him just sort of feel all Chuck E. Cheesy and move on. The rest of us will move on. Oh, he thinks he's so clever. 
You sound like a kindly daycare center owner <laughs> talking about yes, a toddler's having a tantrum. Holy shite. It is? Oh, it's so cute, isn't it? Watching the big toddler, the 72-year-old toddler, take a boom boom all over the United States. Look, he made a boom boom. But it all, once again, it trickled down on the millions of Americans who are on the wrong side of Reaganomics. On the, on the very serious note, you know... Oh, they're so Joe clever. Biden is, 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 okay, 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 okay. This is what really made me want to vomit. Everybody relax and hold on to your hats. Now, where you have... As Michael Steele just described, the circus that's happening in New Jersey right now and in Washington. Chaos in D.C. where they cannot reach a deal. Mitch McConnell doesn't seem to really care. And, and you know, Joe Biden, for all his little, you know, hiccups and, <laughs> and, you know, gaffes, is the person people are clinging to as like a life raft to the Isle of Sanity. Oh, my God. We'll be right back. I'm Tara Devlin. And we're back. Let's let Joy Reid continue. And so I yeah. wonder if you think that the, the semi chaos around the VP pick detracts from that sense that he's the warm, fuzzy blanket that we can throw over ourselves, over our heads for the next four years. I think people. Okay. She said it. Haven't I been telling you guys this? For how long? This is the DLC Democratic Party for you the corporate wing of the Democratic Party, they want to go back to brunch. She just said it. Let's elect Joe Biden because everything will be fine then and we can all throw a fuzzy blanket over our heads for the next four years. While, guess what? The majority of the American people will still be living check to check. 80 effing percent. That's a failure of government, not of the people. And it's, all, well, it's, it's a failure of people in as much as we, as some of us, not us, not the normal people of this country, the progressives, the liberals, the ones who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society, but the idiots who fall for the scam. And it's not just the working class morons. Even those who have who are on the who were born on the right side of Reaganomics, the rich. You don't have to be um, a complete asshole if you're rich. You don't have to be a complete, uh, not uh, unpatriotic, selfish ghost of the Gilded Age. If you are somebody with means and you're you don't understand that uh, the only way that a country what we're trying to do a constitutionally limited democratic republic can exist is when not um, when the rich get richer it's as it's when everybody has a decent life it should that should be our that should be our birthright as Americans. doesn't mean that everybody, ha I mean, it, it, it's, and all the other countries that are functioning, you have rich people in Denmark, in Sweden, in New Zealand, 
in countries that are capable that have that have a functioning representative democracies, but they also have strong regulation on corporate greed and strong social safety nets. That's what it takes. Oh, but your taxes go up. Honey, we pay taxes. We pay very high taxes now. Taxes are the admission price to civilization. It's how they are distributed. They get funneled to the top. Unbelievable. I'm so sick of it. Oh, people not complaining about taxes and not understanding. Don't complain about the taxes. Complain about what you get for your taxes, what services, what what we expect from we the people, what from each other. Oh, I don't take anything from government. I never took a, a I hear this shit all the time. That is such bullshit. You never took from government? You live here. You turn on the faucet. You drink your morning coffee. It doesn't give you diarrhea because it's been inspected and regulated by we the people. You eat your food. You don't, ex- well, not anymore. Well, you know the story about the pig toenails and all. But for the most part, you're, you expect you're not going to be, uh, you're not eating poison. You don't have to dig your own wells. You don't have to, I, I can go on. You don't have to hire own, your own security forces. There's a police department. There's a fire department. Everybody says they, they understand about the fire department. That's another thing. There was a time when the fire department was a pay-as-you-go service or pay if you didn't pay your fire department insurance and your house was burning oh well but we the people understood that it's um if this guy's house is on fire it affects us all so there were some things that we do together that uh, we uh, more effectively do together than we do alone because we live in a society, a community. That's the human condition. And if you don't like it, if you're one of these libertarians who's so put upon, who wants all the benefits of civilization but none of the responsibilities, get out. Get the F out. Go to a desert island. Leave us alone. You want all the benefits, though, right? You want to be a member of society, but you don't want to pay the price of admission. And here in civilization, we're tired of walking over, um, you know, homeless people. We're tired of having to call insurance companies and fight them while we're also battling cancer. We're tired of becoming indentured servants to the banks by going to school. These are things that we all have control over. What kind of civilization are we trying to make? One that works for all or one that works for the 1%? Because the one that works for the 1% sucks. That's the one we're living in now. And it sucks. And if you, you know, when I was, all right, let me just finish this, this here. Biden have done him no favors. I'm gonna- Shut up, Jennifer Rubin. Uh, this is, but what Joy Reid said really irritated me. 
He's the warm, fuzzy blanket we want to wrap over ourselves for the next four years. The Isle of Sanity. And so I yeah. wonder if you think that the, the semi-chaos around the VP pick detracts from that sense that he's the warm, fuzzy blanket that we can throw over ourselves, over our heads Holy for the next four years. Holy shit. Oh, my think- God. And they said it right there. He's the warm, fuzzy blanket we can throw over ourselves for the next four years. Because what do you care? You don't have any skin in the game. You know how Republicans like to talk about skin in the game. These DLC Democrats, they have no skin in the game in the American experience, the upward immobility of the majority of the people. They aren't hanging out with them. They don't, they don't care. They see the, the video come in, though, from wherever of people on food bank lines. Oh, it's appalling, is it? But that's not where they live. They're not encountering this reality on a day-to-day basis. This place is whacked. And that's because, I don't know, we allow it. We allowed all of this was done to us one step at a time. And if you don't think that it's not, I mean, if you don't think that what Twitler is talking about now, about, he I, he's basically telling us, he's already telling us that he is going to steal this election. He is signaling it. He's broadcasting it. He's ba- he is daring us to do something about it. And we have to stop fighting or, or, or stop. It's like not fighting fair. It's stop, stop being in denial. Stop playing along thinking that the system itself is going to save us. The system is standing up. It's not. It's broken, and it's breaking down even more every single day because they are breaking it deliberately like they broke government. We have a broken system. The entire thing is broken, and the way we're going to fix it is by getting out the word. I'm telling you, that's it. You see what happens with these Democratic candidates... um, the woman who just won, the progressive candidate who just, what's her name? Uh, the one who won over the entrenched DLC Democratic incumbent. What's Guys, somebody on the chat tell me. What's her name? Lee? Let me see. Uh, Barbara? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Is that her name? What's her name? Marguerite, Margarita Bradshaw. She was that the one? Yeah. Um. Th- all people are sick of the system. They know that it's broken. You understand? We need more people like margarita bradshaw and the only way we're going to get that is by getting the word out and winning the hearts and minds and changing people's minds reclaiming patriotism 
And that's what I feel like we're doing here. We have to reclaim the mantle of patriotism. What does it mean to be a patriot? It means that you leave no one behind. It means that you don't... I mean, we have to really know what we're up against. That the corporate media is not our friend. It is not our friend at all. Hold on a second here. Like here, wait. $1,200 uh, earlier that Repub Democrats have been looking for, which is something that major, uh, other major democracies like and Canada have the, been doing for some see, time. And we see, Ali, the president. Good afternoon. My Let me just interrupt because the president is at the podium. The Let's listen. You hear that? They're talking. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Let's cut to the con man. It's so much easier to, f to completely not have a journalist, um, what do you call it? A journalist budget in your news organization. I would like to know what MSNBC's budget is, frankly, for, ga for news gathering. It's so much easier just to prop a camera in front of a con man and let it rip and then have your stable of corporate lickspittles get together and um, discuss it for the rest of the day. And here we are. Faith to reach an agreement with Democrats on additional China virus relief. How dare you? So I was watching this. This is what they cut away. They, whatever, they weren't talking about anything anyway. Clearly. But they cut away for this. This con man. I, and the other thing I don't understand, guys, is who the fuck is... Oh, sorry. Mm -mm. Who is he? To get, uh, he, he's the he's the president. I thought that Congress controlled the purse strings. Who the f is he to sign an executive order? It might be me. Here, here we go. Tara Devlin, I'm gonna sign this executive order because Trump Twitter uh, he signed an executive order that he's going to extend unemployment benefits, quote unquote, the extended unemployment ban enhanced to the to four hundred dollars, not six hundred, because they need you nice and they need you a little bit desperate. You get it? They need you to be deciding whether to take your medication or eat. You get it's eating and taking medication makes you too uppity. But he can decree all goddamn day. Why have a government? Why f have a constitution? He's just going to write an executive order. So uh, here, I'm going to write my executive order. Instead of $400? No, 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 no. That ex that's going to be $1,000 more. Okay, here it is. Tara Devlin. I signed that executive order. My executive order pretty much has the same weight as Twitler's since we both have the same amount of power over the federal treasury, supposedly, by the Constitution. Who the F is he to decree what, what money goes where? 
the uh, that's not even I, I mean even the goddamn kings of Europe had to go to the parliament this is where this all comes from you understand they had to go to the parliament and beg money they couldn't just have a war later on in the in the evolution of monarchies in western civilization where the parliament had more control they took the power of the purse away from the monarch because the monarch would just be like, hey, I, I feel like jerking off and, uh, and being celebrated by my people as a great victorious war hero. So I'm going to send a lot of them to die while I get my portrait painted on a horse. So everybody, let's attack France now. All right, good. That's the way it used to be. So... Anybody uh, in this country, if they follow these executive orders, are you serious? We might as well just call it a day then. We have a king. What's the point of the revolution? Because, as I've been saying, the, the Republicans, they're not trying to drag us back beyond the progressive era or to roll back just the New Deal. They're trying to roll back the entire American, American Revolution. And here it is. And where are the Republicans? The rest of them. I mean, Mitch McConnell, he's, he's uh, with his Chinese spy wife coming up with ways to undermine this election, that's for sure, and stuff more unqualified flunkies onto the court. Where's Lindsey Graham? He's probably somewhere with a male escort in some being called Lady Graham, being ridden uh, mercilessly or banged like a broken screen door by some call boy. But he's not working for you. It's unbelievable. The China virus. Shut the fuck up. This unbelievable China virus, it should never have happened. Could you imagine? What's uh, FDR? December 7th, 1941. Well, I guess we'll never, uh, like no one's ever seen, it should never have happened. Uh, No one, uh, but we're not going to do anything about it. Because, yes, uh, it should never have happened. It should never have happened. Like nobody's ever seen. We've been attacked like no one's ever seen. It should never have happened. Everything was great before that. I was in the presidency and uh, the people were going back to work like no one's ever seen. And then all of a sudden we were attacked. The Japanese uh, virus attacked and it should never have happened, should never have happened. But my response is nothing. We're not going to do anything about it. We're just going to call crying uh i don't even know crying i'm trying to think of a republican of the time crying chuck schumer senior <laughs> already my administration has enacted over two this. trillion dollars in historic relief saving this many tens why. of millions of dollars in jobs and you see how fast the economy is coming oh, back so it fast. does look like it's going to be a very sharp v we have a tremendous uh in- a, ver- a very sharp V. He's talking business talk, guys. That's because he's a businessman. 
It's not supposed to be a, it's not a U, it's a V. It's not going to be a very sharp one. Thank you, Twitler. Thank you, my lord. He's doing this at his golf course, guys. And the audience, you got a bunch of white scumbags. There's a couple of black people sprinkled in there. They didn't wear masks, of course. They were booing the press because they hate America. You understand? Everybody, anybody who boos the pillars of democracy is the enemy of the people. If you call the press the enemy of the people, you are the enemy of the people. You understand? And that's who Twitler is. And all of the people at his Bedminster club, who would become a club? Uh, I mean, become a member of Twitler's club. I want to pay $250,000 to be a member of a con man's club so I can be the narcissistic supply for his malignant narcissism and stand there like a, like a monkey. Everybody has voter ID. Everybody has oh, ID. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here, wait. I, I hit the wrong button. Requires the VA to establish a treatment uh, court uh, program for vets who need treatment rather than punishment uh, for certain nonviolent crimes. And you know what that all means. Yes, and, you uh, know. Really you so just know what it means. I can't tell you what it means, but everybody knows. It's like Obamagate. We all know what it means, but nobody wants to talk about it. But you already know. I don't even have to tell you. It's Obamagate. But like with this, and you already know what it means. That they've been trying to get done for a long time. The second required. Everybody's been trying to get it done. Thank God you came along. Who knew that what we needed to get things done, that we're already done, was a con man. Well, everybody was sitting around saying, what do we do, guys? We were looking at each other blank. With these sta thousand mile stairs looking at each other, suffering in, uh, in stagnation, wondering how do we do what we need to do? Thank goodness a racist came down an escalator and said, I will be the one to destroy this country. <laughs> The VA to establish a treatment court. So this is a treatment court. Oh, program. wow. Wait, wait, wait. He has to explain that. The VA is going to establish a treatment court. So it's a treatment court. Oh, wow. Continue. Vets who need treatment rather than punishment for certain nonviolent crimes. Okay, I think it's self-explanatory. Yes, because <laughs> he doesn't know how to effing explain it because he doesn't know what it is. He's a dulltard, and we're allowing it to continue. And let me remind you that the crack corporate media had to cut into their regularly scheduled programming, lickspittling the corporate Democratic Party, wondering who's going to be in the veep stakes in this goddamn losing game we're all stuck in, to cut to this. We had to be dragged into Twitler's manias again. Dragged against our will. Do some goddamn news. Tell us some news. There's something else going on in this country, isn't there? 
How about you incessantly beat the the line instead of the veep stakes? Go around the country interviewing Americans who are homeless because of this goddamn, or about to be, because of the goddamn Trump virus. Call it what its what its name is. Like, I don't call Twitler the president. He's Twitler. And this isn't the China virus. It's the goddamn Trump virus. And we were suffering from the Trump virus before the goddamn coronavirus came to town. It should never have happened. Oh, man. It should never have happened. What a victim. Poor Eeyore. I didn't know we were the, the, the filthy pigs. No offense to pigs who voted for Twitler. I, I had no idea they were voting for a professional victim. Well, of course, I'm not. That's not true. I knew. Well, that's Republicans. Professional victims. Oh, now you have to see. This is what what he said to the press. I mean, not the press, to his lick spittles at the golf cl- uh, club. Yeah, that's what it is, the golf club. Uh, he said, oh, listen, oh, he's putting on a show. I'll be out there in a minute, everybody. We have to play hail to the chief. Who? Nobody plays hail to the chief at a press conference, you pig. No, no, no. I'm sorry, pigs. I know. Pigs are good. But, yes, no. It's the cancer, the scum of the cancer of the can... No, no. Of the scum of the scum of the cancer of the scum. That's who he is. He's the scum on the scum on the cancer on the scum. Yes. Absolutely. You know that. And they cut in for this. Cut into the food bank lines. Why isn't that on a loop? Why isn't the people who are crying about they're about to lose everything because of this filthy Trump virus and the Republicans who could give two craps? They sleep like babies at night. They're not worried about you. Except they're worried that you might be a little too uppity for them. You might get a little too big for your britches and not want to go risk your life outside in the Trump virus economy. They want you dead. You're either, you're no good to them. Basically just existing. They don't care about your life. Go die. You need to either be a worker or a daddy. That's it. And so it's better that you work and then you die. So they don't have to pay any social security. Because they're coming for that too. This is what Twitler did in his, in his stupid, his whatever, um, his kingly decree. He's coming for the... Yeah, we need a payroll tax cut. That has to be paid back, by the way. Legally. Oh, don't worry. He'll care. He, he promises if Putin gets him elected again, despite receiving fewer votes, votes he'll make sure that the, the payroll tax is permanent. This is how it starts. Every little thing. Imagine your 
your um your kids in the future they will have no social security no medicare no nothing exactly like the system the founders rebelled against the good old days that's what the republicans call the good old days where there were no worker protections you had to work every single day rolling back all labor protections that's for sure 8 hour work day decent working di- conditions minimum wages all that will go it does it's not a given that we have a system that where you of laws Uh, we've wanted this for a long time. They've been trying to get it for a long yes, time. Yes, nobody and, could ever get uh, it. Now we have it. We have it. Oh, and wow. Thank everybody we got for it? Uh, helping us get that done. We get, had a lot of support from a lot of great people. In oh, tr- wow. A lot of support. A lot of great people. Nobody ever seen it. No one was ever doing it. No one could ever do it. No one ever knows. But we all know what he did. People in the VA. In the current negotiations, we have repeatedly stated our willingness to immediately sign legislation providing expanded unemployment benefits, protecting Americans from eviction, and providing additional relief payments to families. Democrats have refused these offers. They want to negotiate. He's, what he's they really full want of is shit, by the way. For states that are run by Democrat governors and Democratic mayors, bitch. And that have been run very badly for many, many Shut years. Shut your ma- orange, disgusting Oompa Loompa face. Holy Christ, where do I live? They've been run very, very badly. Like in New York, we're the only state that has this goddamn virus under control, bitch. That's because we stick together, we win, bitch. I'm sorry, I have to... Not curse, I know, but look where I live. Look what I'm dealing with. Look at that Oompa Loompa orange ugly face of his. I want to kick it. I also want to kick the corporate media's face in, too, and I'm sick of it. Ridiculous. Oh, it's all of these executive orders are only to cover his ass. You understand? So here on Twitter, it says, President Trump, Twitler, signed four executive orders on Saturday, including one that will provide an extra 400 a week to people receiving unemployment insurance. There is one-third less, that's one, this is one-third less than the 600 a week people have been receiving under the CARES Act. That benefit will extend on July 31st. But here's the thing. This has to be facilitated by states. So he's telling the states what to do with their money. I mean, this doesn't sound very constitutional. Where's your constitutions, Republican? Republicans and your constitutions, they only come out of your your pocket when... Americans are in in danger of not dying without health care. Is that it? I get it. Right. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And remember, we stay.
stick together, we win. And we will win. Because we are on the right side of history and the right side of democracy. And I will see you soon. I'm back for the rest of the show. Holy moly. That was the Progressive Voices show. <sighs> it's exhausting, isn't it? Living in this country. Well, this is, I just want to remind you all again where this clip is being pulled from. The corporate media. They allow this, the lies to spread. Just spread them out there. Let me see what it says on the Huffington Post. Trump side swipes Congress with relief. How is this? I can't get it. I don't get it. How is this possible? Well, yeah, it's possible when you don't follow the Constitution. Sit down, Junior. What are you doing, everybody? Tara Junior Junior's here. Let me see. Trump attempts to sideswipe Congress by ordering four points of coronavirus relief with no deal on a new coronavirus relief package in sight. That's because uh, this is Twitter trying to point fingers at Democrats. There's been a bill on Mitch McConnell's desk for months. They're the ones that fled. They don't want to do anything. This is the Republicans. They think in the middle of a pandemic, they're all worried about the deficit again. You get it? We said this was coming. When they funneled more money into the pockets of people who won't spend it in 10,000 lifetimes, yours and my money, you understand? Money that is meant for education, for health care, for roads, for schools, for, for, for civilization. We don't deserve civilization. You, the way that they're setting it up, you ever see the slums of Calcutta? That will be this country. We'll be living in do You don't think that can't happen? It already is. We understand that. The UN sent people, let me see that. I remember this article I read, United Nations, let me see, what sent people, I'm trying to remember where it was. They sent someone that, and to a town, they were investigating something. I sound like Twitlow now. You know what it means, you know what it is. They were investigating something, you know what that something is. And they said that they hadn't seen any of uh, the conditions that were in this American town uh, except in developing countries. So they the, the same open sewage that people were living around. Let's see. Open sewage. I'm just looking it up. I bet you I should save this article when I find it again. Yeah. Anyway, this is why I need somebody to. I need you guys to become patient, patrons, and be patient. 
because, yeah. Because I could say, get me that goddamn article. Anyway, I can't find it. Hold on, guys. Where are you? Where are you? I lost you. I'm lost on the internet. All right. Here you are. Oh, thank you, JD. With the super chat in pounds. I like it. That makes me happy. What's it like to live in civilization? Jesus Christ. I have, let me see you guys. I haven't talked to you yet. John, hello. Hello, Resist Evolve. Hello, Lee. Hello, Haiku. Hello, Darth and Zenny. And John, thank you for hanging out. Covert White Rabbit. <laughs> Yes, Covert White Rabbit says, Thank God the real star finally decided to make an appearance. Exactly. Tara Jr. Jr. Oh, my God. Wait. I wanted to show you something. I probably... Ah, God damn it. It was Tara Jr. Jr. as a kitten. But... It came up on my video. You know how that happens. But it went away. They made a video. You know how the iPad makes a video for you on your photos? It was so cute. And then it went away. All right. It was all pictures of Tara Jr. Jr. as a kitten. I was like, oh, my God. This is making me happy. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy shit. All right. I'm actually capable of being happy. That's what kittens will do, though, looking at kittens. There's nothing like it. All right. Here's this this thing I'm saying. These women and men, well, whatever, people, humans, or so-called, they're all coming out. Republicans against Trump. And... Everyone is saying, oh, congratulations, good for you. Um, uh, they're being interviewed on corporate media, of course. And I'm like, this is the problem, guys. Why? Nobody calls them out. This woman, I mean, calls them out for, for, for voting for somebody who came down an escalator calling Mexicans rapists for a filthy racist. It's as if these people all get a pass. And honestly, I don't think they should. We have a duty to be like, you know what? That's not okay. Anything like that. What if, what if it was Jews came down an escalator, Twitler came down an escalator calling Jews rapists and an invasion. That would be pretty right out in the open there that that is unacceptable. But it's because it's Mexicans? Check yourself, right? That's how you can check it. What is, where the line is. 
Because, you know, everybody, if he had said that, Republicans themselves would have a hard time finding an excuse around, uh, you know, an, an excuse to give him. I mean, they, that's what they do. They, they excuse him no matter what he does. Twitler. Like, for example, did you see Dinesh D'Souza? Before I get... I don't want to... Uh, I know I'm all over the place. Because this is what happens when I don't do a show every day. It's like 10,000 things pile up. Who is a convicted felon, of course, as you know. Another one of Twitler's minions. One of the flying monkeys. He... When when Twitler gave his little speech about how everyone loves Yosemites, we our hearts go aflutter at Yosemite. Hey, Yosemite! Dinesh D'Souza actually tweeted that because uh, this is the Trump cult. He tweeted that it was. Twitler, who pronounced it correctly, because everybody knows that it's really pronounced. Yo, wait, no, no, he, not you. Wait, wait, I'm saying it wrong. Not it. What it was Thailand. <laughs> I'm getting too because there's so many words. Dinesh D'Souza said that it was when he said Thailand that he was actually pronouncing it correctly. It's not Thailand. It's Thailand. It's sort of like, there you go. Twitler knows everything. He he's, re but this is the Trump cult that can't wrap their minds around the fact that the moron is a doltard. I mean, really think about an entire cult of people. You're talking about millions of people who are so stupid that. This is who they follow. They're not following anybody that is a successful businessman who can speak, who can spell, who has a, who's got any modicum of success. Oh, he became the president? That doesn't mean he's a, a success. Look at what he has done. Nothing except, well, nothing to, he's made it worse. He, everything he touches dies. We knew about this, but we didn't know to the, to what extent I knew it was going to be a shit show. But who could have ever imagined? So anyway, this woman, I've seen her on a couple of corporate media channels. Uh, she wrote, she's speaking out against Trump. This is from the Tulsa 8 ABC news site. Local teacher speaks out against President Trump and resigns from teaching. A local teacher is making international headlines for her opinion on schools reopening and President Trump's response to the coronavirus. Nancy, Nancy Shively was a special education paraprofessional at Skia Took Schools until Tuesday afternoon when she resigned. She's one of the many teachers worried about returning to schools just nine days after, uh, and uh, in just nine days, so, and she's sharing her voice, even telling CNN that voting for President Trump in 2016 was signing her death warrant. 
Reporter Lily Cummins asked Shively, why do you think that? Well, or why, why do you think what you've said has really stood out? Well, because I voted for Trump in 2016, Shively said, have since regretted very much that vote and have been willing to talk about it. Shively made a video for the website, Republican Voters Against Trump. And then she wrote an op-ed for USA Today and was later discovered by CNN. I'm hitting all the continents lately, Shively said. I've talked to the Los Angeles Times, blah, 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 blah. Shively said she's just a grandmother, a racist grandmother from a small town in Oklahoma. So the global attention is new. Who would have known voting for a con man and racist would have received all this attention? I've always voted for the Republican candidate since 1976 because I'm a racist dumb bitch. But not this year, she said. I'm racist. It's not that I'm racist. It's just that I am cool with racism. And I... I couldn't imagine voting for that Hillary. After all, I, I, I'm a victim of the 40 years of listening to Rush Limbaugh tell me my problems are because of welfare queens, not because of the income disparity and upward immobility. It's for the mythical welfare queens. Sort of as, they're as mythical as Twitler's History of being a successful businessman. So she says, I've always voted for the Republican candidate, whatever, a cascade of failure of leadership that has come down from our president, down to our governor, down to local officials, and it's just like everybody is kicking the can down the road until we get two groups of people who can't kick the can down the road, and that's teachers and children. Well, now she sees the light. It affects her. He didn't come down the escalator saying that teachers are rapists. So I see. It's when it affects her. When she sees him come down an escalator saying Mexicans are racist, well, she's not Mexican. So, oh well, that's the American way. You're only you're only supposed to care about something when it affects you. That's the Republican definition of e pluribus unum. See, if you care about, let's say, gay rights. That's because you have a gay family member. If you care about not dying needlessly without health care, that's because your your son has diabetes, right? If you care about a, any issue, name it, pre-existing condition, that's because you have a pre-existing condition. Never mind your neighbor. I mean, if your neighbor has a pre-existing condition, oh, well, F them. They should just go die. Right? I mean, that's USA. USA. I got mine. So what? I got mine. See? I don't want to lose my private health insurance because I got mine. 
Oh, but then, wow, I lost my private health insurance. Now I see the light. That drives me insane. How selfish and how puny this country is. This is why this can't, it, it can't be a great country. When there are no great values. When we, Twitler talking about something being great is like a, uh, a fish talking about the oxygen on friggin' Mount Everest. It will never happen. They have absolutely no comprehension about what it means to be great. That's Twitler. It's, he wouldn't know great if it bit him on his smaller than average Mario Kart looking penis. So, um, yeah. You can't have a great country when people who aren't, they have no comprehension of what it means to be great. What is great? Nothing great comes out of being a selfish prick. We do great things together. We get the most benefit for the entire community, for each other, when we work together, when we do things together. I don't care if Jeff Bezos had an idea to make an online bookstore. He didn't do it by himself. He did it with us, thanks to us. Government R&D created the internet that made his internet goddamn bookstore. Uh, it's baffling to me why why we wouldn't see this. Well, well we see it, not while well, some people don't see it. Dum-dums don't see it. We're not a great country when millions of Americans are so stupid that they wouldn't even put on a mask to take the, the smallest step in keeping each other safe. That's why the pandemic is out of control here. Because we're not a great country. You can only have greatness in unity. You cannot be working at cross purposes. And this is the story of the entire country right now and the government. We have no set definition of what it means to be an American. We have no s mutual understanding of what, it, what the purpose of government is. They've been attacking government f for my entire life, undermining it, vilifying it. But you see how much they want to be in it. That's because... Government sets the gro the ground rules. It's the, the and they are so inadequate that they have to rig the game. They can't play by the rules because the rules, when the rules are fair and the rules work for all, they they can't win. They can't squash us. They can't suck on us like hosts from which to suck profit and discard. And that's the only way they can, they can uh, make a buck is uh, if the game is rigged. There is so much fraud and corruption 
you know, they uh, they always talk about oh, the Clintons, the Clinton Foundation. These are like the McGruff, the crime dogs. But for the Clintons, look at your standard bearer, you disgusting, greedy, filthy, fascist Republican uh, scums. Scums. Literal scumbags. Except scumbags have a purpose. So you can't be great in a country that uh, that doesn't even understand the meaning of what it means to be great. Being great is great. Leaving people behind is that great? Is great going and and glomming up the all the profits, every uh, uh, the entire pie, while. The majority of your fellows are suffering and struggling. Who would say that's great? If a, you go to a party, if children go to a party and one kid walks in, a big bully walks in and eats up the birthday cake and leaves you the crumbs, that child would be scolded at least. Here in capitalist kiss up, kick down, and Great America, that's encouraged. It's celebrated. It's reported on corporate media. How well the stock market's doing. Well, everybody is wondering, I don't know, where the next meal is coming from. Getting up at 4 a.m. to get online at the food bank. This is a vile situation. And guess what, guys? We have, if anybody's on the line at a food bank, that's all of us. We should be appalled. Well, the Republicans are appalled that people are giving people free food, I guess. But we should be appalled that we have a country where our fellow Americans... Our fellow, our fellows, our neighbors, our fucking countrymen need the services of a food bank in the middle of a pandemic. You understand that these the, the, the country was suffering before. And if we don't wake up now, we're done. I I really will go hopeless on us if that's the case. If we don't wake up what this country needs to fix, I know that the DLC Democrats want to get back to brunch. I just played you the clip. They don't think anything's wrong except there's a Twitler in the office. They needed to go back to a regular old fascist corporatist to throw some subsidies around and tell us, uh, uh, hey, look at my female VP. Look how far we've come. It's a game. And I honestly am sick of it. Ridiculous. So, uh, I wanted, before I went, uh, there's one other thing I wanted to play, but I'm just looking at the time. Wait a minute. Um, you might have seen this woman. Her name, well, she's going by Coronavirus Karen. 
I came across this video. Oh my God. It was by accident. I came across this video. I wanted to play some of it. Oh man. They made it private. Holy moly. Wait, maybe they blocked my account. Because I, coronavirus Karen was in a casino. And she w was making a scene for not wearing a mask. And then she was going around the casino telling everybody that they were Nazis. And I'm in shock, frankly. This is where we live. She's calling people Nazis for wearing a mask. And I'm like, why? You know, um, the only good thing about this is that maybe they will get coronavirus. Maybe coronavirus Karen will get it. But she will probably facilitate the death of somebody who's normal, an innocent, normal person. And I wondered, where did we go? How far did we fall that this is the new normal? Where you have uh, uh, morons running around and in the video, this woman, she there are children, not children, young people, like teenagers, walking down the strip, and they were wearing masks. And she's going, take your mask off. And then they took it off. And she's like, freedom. I freed some young people from wearing a mask. Are you serious? Oh, man. And there's a whole bunch of videos like this. It's not just her. If you, all you got to do is search online for masks. And, uh, ma what is it? The ant or anti-masks or... Okay. One last thing. Since that's not working. <laughs> There's a couple of things. Shit, this is why I need to do a show every goddamn day. All right, I'm trying to think. All right, this is going to be something that's depressing. It's a little off the... It's a little uh, switch in topic, but important. I don't know if you saw that. An entire ice shelf literally broke off in Canada and slipped into the ocean. So here we go. While the deadly pandemic rages, this is what we're up against. And this is also why. I mean, Joe Biden, come on. We, we need so much. I, mean, I can't even talk. We need so much change. We, not ch just change we can believe in. We need change that we can't even believe. We need change like nobody's ever seen. Like no one's ever done, no one's ever seen, no one ever knew, no one ever said. Like everybody tried to get done, but nobody could.
That's the kind of change we need. And it only starts when we, we get this word out. Otherwise, we're done. We have to convince our fellow Americans what is needed so we can take back this government and make it a government of by and for the people again. That's the, the plan here, guys. It really is. Oh, my God. Some more chats. Thank you, Haiku. Thank you, Deborah and Shannon and JD and Shannon again. And Anthony, thank you. And thank you, Banterboard. So, all right, where the heck is that article now? I need a daily show. This sucks. All right. At the last fully intact ice shelf in the Canadian Arctic has collapsed, losing more than 40% of its area in just two days at the end of July, researchers said on Thursday. The Mylan Ice Shelf is at the fringe of Ellesmere Island in the sparsely populated Northern, Northern Canadian Territory. Above normal air, air temperatures, offshore winds, and open water in front of the ice shelf are all part of the recipe for the ice, ice shelf breakup, the Canadian Ice Service said on Twitter when it announced the loss on Sunday. Entire cities are that size. These are big pieces of ice, said Luke Copeland, a glaci glaciologist at the University of Ottawa who was part of the research team studying the Mylene ice shelf. The shelf's area shrank about 80 square kilometers. By comparison, the island of Manhattan in New York covers roughly 60 square kilometers. This is what we're talking about. This was basically the largest remaining intact ice shelf, and it disintegrated. Unbelievable. And they had research facilities on this ice shelf. And thankfully, nobody was in them at the time. Otherwise, they would have died. It was as if the, well, not just as if, the, the ground beneath them disintegrated and, and melted into the ocean. The Arctic has been warming at twice the global rate for the last 30 years due to a process known as Arctic amplification. But it's all fake. I thought, well, there it goes. It's just a liberal plot. But this year, temperatures in the polar region have been intense. The polar sea ice hit its lowest extent for July in 40 years. Record heat and wildfires have scorched Siberian Russia. Think about that. Siberia, record heat and wildfires in Siberia? Summer in the Canadian Arctic this year, in particular, has been 5 degrees Celsius above the 30 year average, Copeland said. That's, that has threatened. Smaller ice caps, which can melt quickly because they do not have the bulk that larger glacials. I can't talk. I know. Glacial, <laughs> glaciers, glacials. 
that larger glaciers have to say stay cold. It's like a tongue twister to me. I cannot talk. As a glacier disappears, the more bedrock is exposed, which then heats up and accelerates the melting process. It's terrifying. The very small ones, we're losing them dramatically, he said, citing researchers' reviews of the satellite imagery. You feel like you're on a sinking island chasing these features, and these are large features. It's not as if a tiny patch of ice you find in your garden. The ice shelf collapse on Ellesmere Island also meant the loss of the northern hemisphere's largest known epishelf lake. I know there's a lot of words in here that are I'm having a hard time with. A, a geographic feature in which a body of fresh water is dammed by the ice shelf and floats atop ocean water. The research camp, including instruments for measuring water flow through the ice shelf, was lost when the shelf collapsed. It's lucky we were not on this shelf when it happened, said researcher Derek Mueller. Ellesmere also lost its two St. Patrick Bay ice caps this summer. We saw them going like someone with terminal cancer. It was only a matter of time, said Mark Caesar, director of the National Snow and Ice Data Center in Boulder, Colorado. Caesar, I, I mean, this sucks, I know. Sorry about it. Sorry about the mispronunciation. And the other NSIDC scientists, had published a 2017 study predicting the ice caps were likely to disappear within five years. The ice caps were believed to have formed several centuries ago. The vanishing was confirmed last month when NASA satellite shots, fake news, fake news, of the region revealed a complete lack of snow and ice. And Caesar said Caesar, who studied the caps at a graduate center, blah, blah, blah. When I was there in the 1980s, I knew every square inch of these ice caps. You have the memories. It's like your first girlfriend. Meanwhile, another ice cap on Ellesmere called Murray and Simmons are also diminishing and are likely to disappear within 10 years. And all of that water goes into the uh, into the ocean uh, you're talking about an ice shelf the size that's larger than the size of manhattan while twitler is wiping his ass with the constitution and the republicans are enabling him and going around saying that climate change is a goddamn liberal plot it's fake news well it's a chinese plot and it's fake though it's either a plot or it's fake. I don't know. Like They haven't decided. Pick your poison, whatever works. If you're a dupe, like coronavirus Karen, they really have a death wish. And what the irony is is how much they claim to love this country. They also claim to love their children. It baffles me. How do you love your children? When you're leaving them a country and an earth that is on the, is completely on the brink of inhabit in of being uninhabitable, that's the word. All right, my name is Tara Devlin, guys. 
Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin so we can have a daily show instead of this kind of show, one-off show. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Remember, we stick together. We win. And we will win because we are on the right side of history and the right side of democracy and the right side of humanity. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right, that's the end of the show. There's so many things. Um, I gotta... This is the problem, guys. It's going to be a problem for the next month or so. The shows will be... We'll definitely have our Saturday show. I want more shows, though. Don't you? Uh, especially, it doesn't feel right. Now that we were doing more frequent shows, I don't feel right not having <laughs> weekday shows. I, it really does feel weird. You guys, you right? So, all right. We'll do, I'll do what I can. I'll do as many as I can, as much as I can. And in the meantime, you guys can join us on our Discord page. Send me whatever you got. Articles. Reach out. Tell your friends about the show. What else? Yeah, I'm a tired. I'm just tired. I'm not. I'm too old for this. I mean, working 12-hour days, I should say. I always work, though. That's the problem. I work even... Well, it's... When I work on the show, on this show, I work. I don't... I mean, I don't even think I ever take a day off. Ever. Because I'm working on the show when I'm not working. So... Because I believe in it. And uh, don't you? That's what it takes. But here's the problem. I get really discouraged because... You can't fight fascism part-time. Right? Yes, Greg says, Tara root me because uh, being on so often, and now I'll miss her immensely, but I'm glad that she got another job on TV. We, I mean, we want to uh, do this as the job, you know what I'm saying, on TV, so, keep keep going, guys, keep sharing the show, I will do as many shows as I can, hopefully this is a temporary situation where I'm working crazy hours, and we'll play it by ear, one day at a time, that's what we gotta do, I will do as many shows as I can, I'll try to do one during the week, I definitely will, I hope to, they may not be four-hour shows as they were, but I really, it's just got to keep going. I just couldn't say no to this other thing that came along, given the situation in life in general, and keeping a roof over my head. That was a priority. And I got to have a place to do the show, <laughs> right? But one day, hopefully soon, we will have a daily show. We need about a thousand more patrons. We do. And we can get there. Other liberal shows <clears throat> like this 
have thousands of patrons. I don't see why we can't be in that ballpark. We can. You know it. I know it. Right? Don't you think? We can have a show like that? Anybody on the chat? I'm asking you. <laughs> you think it. I think it. You know it. All right. You guys. I know you do all you can, Greg. Thank you. We got to wake everybody up. Yes, John. Um, they were sleeping during the Obama year. Yeah, and they're going back to sleep. She even, Joy Reid even said it. She wants to go back to sleep, put Joe Biden over her eyes like a big blanket. All right, guys, 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 guys. Remember what I say. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of humanity. We're on the right side of democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. It mean it really means a lot to see you, and I hope to see you very, 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 very soon. 